Group 9, Learning Module 2. Over the past three weeks, our group has explored assessment tools for creative learning on a state, national and international level, investigated what this assessment would look like in the classroom setting before delving into brain development and how that influences our role as teachers. Our investigation revealed creativity is considered to be an essential component of school curriculum, which needs to be observed and recorded to assess students and plan for future teaching. In the final week of discussion, our group was able to come to an understanding of how the brain develops and how this can affect learning. At the launch of Learning Module 2, our group explored different creative curriculum and initiatives from around the world to discover that creativity and imagination are considered to be important components in education worldwide. At a state level, the Victorian Essential Learning Standard suggests that creativity be included across three domains, including the arts, thinking processes, and design, creativity and technology, which is supported in the Australian draft of the National Curriculum that details that creativity needs to be taught both explicitly and incorporated into a cross-curricular framework. Our investigation of international curriculum revealed that Europe, the United Kingdom and Australia have a commitment to foster creativity within students in varied contexts and promote creativity among the school and the wider community. While the finished curriculum states that creativity has been an integral part of the curriculum for over 30 years, it is only incorporated into the arts domain and anything else is considered to be play. While some of the research did not specifically state creativity or imagination as imperative, our group was able to make connections and develop the idea of educating the whole child as being a creative process. Further research supported this idea and our group concluded that the community needs resourceful, imaginative, inventive and ethical problem solvers who will make a significant contribution not only to the information age in which we currently live, but beyond to ages that we can barely envision. During the second week of discussion, our group moved on to develop ideas of what assessing creative learning and development will look like in the classroom. Our research showed that there are key elements that teachers need to focus on in order to effectively assess creativity. According to the creative wheel, these elements are purpose, value and originality and the focus is on assessment of learning and assessment as learning. Investigation of the creative learning assessment detailed six components on a learning continuum that need to be observed in the classroom. These components are 1. Confidence, independence and enjoyment. This includes developing empathy and self-motivation, emotional involvement and enjoyment of learning. 2. Collaboration and communication. For students to develop speaking and listening skills, cooperative learning and problem-solving skills. 3. Creativity. This is demonstrated when students take risks with learning, use playfulness and express own creative ideas using a range of artistic elements. 4. Strategies and skills is being able to identify problems and explore options and use subject-specific skills. Five, knowledge and understanding. The understanding of different subject areas and information and using subject-specific knowledge and language with understanding. Six, reflection and evaluation. The ability to respond to their own work and the work of others and evaluate progress. Both assessments were invaluable as they indicated to teachers students' creative development but also gave insight into the social development of students as well as their preferred learning styles and attitudes towards learning. In the latter stages of Learning Module 2, 
our group developed an understanding of brain development and function, what this means for us as teachers and how it can impact student learning. From our reading, it became evident that the brain is physically modified through strengthening, weakening and elimination of existing connections and the growth of new ones. But the brain has the capacity to learn at any stage, this being referred to as plasticity, and that there are also periods where the capacity for learning is greater for specific things such as literacy and numeracy. These periods are known as sensitive periods. While as teachers it is important to be aware of these times, it does not mean that learning needs to be limited to these periods. However, it does mean that students need to be exposed to a range of learning experiences in order to develop both hemispheres. From Learning Module 1, our group was aware that creativity can be taught, and our knowledge of Howard Gardner's multiple intelligences indicated that people have learning preferences, and thus it is difficult to determine whether or not creativity is affected by gender, or whether the differences are due to the learning preferences in individual students. Discussion also led our group to the importance of understanding the left and right hemisphere of the brain to ensure that learning and assessment incorporates both sides. In doing so, fostering the development of the whole child and ensuring student teachers use a range of instructional strategies that connect with both hemispheres. This learning module has been valuable in demonstrating the importance of including creativity into the school curriculum and developing effective assessment tools to critique students' progress and plan for future teaching. Discussing brain function and development has given our group an understanding of how the brain progresses and how these changes influence students' learning.